0: Hi there. Thank you for joining me on the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 90. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the pillars of organization. So, in my not so humble opinion, I believe that there are six pillars of organization. And this episode has been a long time coming. I mean, this is something I've had in my notes, probably, I think almost since the inception of this podcast. So when we think of organization, or most people think of organization, we often think about our homes, right? I mean, that's what the the products are. That's what other organizers are talking about. I mean, obviously, your home is a very big component of being organized. And um, so as I was sort of kind of going revisiting my notes for the podcast, it kind of struck me one day and I said to myself, uh, why don't I make the pillars based on a house? So that's what I'm going to kind of go over in this episode. This episode is going to be sort of an overview slash a bit of a preview. In the next um, few episodes following, I'm going to actually dive deeper into each little section. So definitely stay tuned. And what I intend you to take away from this podcast episode is this. I just want you to sort of sit back and I want you to think about if there's an area where you kind of struggle with or areas, because there are always areas that we struggle with. I'm going to let you in on a little secret right now. Okay. I know a lot of professional organizers out there. And I know a lot of times they it is it's our job to really kind of put our best foot forward. And to show people that we have it all together, but we don't. And behind the scenes, a lot of us do struggle. We have struggles with our own areas when it comes to organization. Maybe some professional organizers out there are like masters at managing their home, but they might have a lot of trouble when it comes to the business side of running their business and feel very disorganized or, you know, with different say no boundaries, different things like that. And another area that they often struggle with, or we as professional organizers, or let me just go out on a limb and say so many of us struggle with, is this idea of perfectionism. So again, the purpose and intent of this podcast is for you, again, just to listen, kind of hear what I'm trying to say, listen as I build this home. Of organization with these six pillars. And then like I said, I'll take a deep dive into each of the different areas in following episodes. Okay, so before I get started, I decided that I really love connecting with you guys out there who are moms. I think the majority I think I have like when I look at the analytics of the podcast, I think I have like less than 10% are um, men and the majority of the people that listen to my podcast are women. And I know that a lot of you guys out there are moms. So once in a while, I like to just kind of share sort of a mom moment with you um, just because it's kind of fun to connect. I've had a lot of fun connecting with a lot of you guys on social media, um, through emails and different uh, avenues such as that. So... One thing that I've realized about being a mom, and if you aren't familiar, I have three kids, I have a big age gap between each of my kids, that's just what God intended, Um, but I have, um, I've already passed babyhood, toddlerhood, I still have one that's in school, Um, and then I am the mother of two young adults now, and um, most recently, my middle child, my daughter, She uh, has actually kind of left the nest. And so now I kind of find myself in this new place and that I've really never been in before where I have like essentially two adult kids um, that I am the parent of. How did that happen? And so I've just really kind of have found myself thinking like, wow, I've had like little ones that I've been responsible for and under my roof for so many years. I don't know if I adequately prepared myself for what life is like once they leave the nest. And I don't know if you can ever completely prepare yourself, but I'm trying to look at sort of the fun stuff, the new changes in our family. And if you are nearing this and you just can't think about it (laughs) because... It still like chokes me up when I think about like how fast those years have gone by. But I will say this, one of the most precious, precious moments are realizations that I've had of a mom of older kids, adult kids, if you will, is that they are like the ultimate inside joke keepers with your family. It is such a hilarious thing. So We, you know, every family has, like, their inside jokes, and this is such an awesome thing because, like, they'll send me stuff that's super funny, maybe even slightly inappropriate, but because they're of age, I think it's freaking hilarious. Or for some reason, my kids have this ongoing thing about the song Baby Beluga. If you've ever heard the song Baby Beluga by Rafi, it was like... A song that I played for all of them when they were babies and toddlers. And it was always something that we listened to on the road. And so now they have this thing with each other with the song Baby Beluga. (laughs) So if I were to explain to you, it would not be that funny. So don't worry, I'm not going to go deep into the inside family jokes. But that is something that I've actually kind of really found myself enjoying is the fact that we kind of have this unique family culture. And that my kids are sort of carrying on some of those traditions and those little things that I did while they were growing up, they still carry with them. They've carried it with them into their adulthood as they've left the home. And it is just such a sweet and precious thing. So if you're at that place in life where your kids are getting older and they may be leaving your nest pretty soon, I am just here to tell you you have such a fun and wonderful um, bit new beginning to, to go with them on this next transition. That's this next stage for you and them. It is actually a lot of fun. It's like having really fun friends sometimes that send you really funny memes and family inside joke stuff. So a lot of laughs and it's definitely something to look forward to. So just wanted to share that with you. Um, out there and stuff. Because like I said, I don't know, it's being a mom is so hard. (laughs) And like I said, I think a lot of times people think like once you're a mom of older kids, um, that your parenting is done. And let me tell you, it's definitely not done. All right. So let's dive in here to these six pillars. (sighs) So again, I've put a lot of thought into this. Um, And this is how I look at it. What is the foundation? Like, what do you need? That foundation of your house. And this is something like when you go out and it's like that, that piece of land, that, that land, that prime land that you can build upon, that you can put a very sturdy foundation for the rest of the elements of your house. And to me, that is, and you're not going to be surprised to hear this if you're a long time listener, but that is time management. Time management has to be the foundation to organize all of the different areas of your life, including your home. I've said it once, I'll say it again, and probably many times after this. You are only given 24 hours in the day. You're only given 24 hours in the day, like your friend, like your neighbor, like I am, like Elon Musk. We're all given. The same exact amount of time in the day. So, what are you doing with your 24? Well, in order to build on that, you really have to be conscientious about the 24 hours that you're given. So, the foundation of your home, that piece of land, that sturdy land that you're gonna build all of these other elements on, is going to be time management. All right, moving on to the next part. Now, this is the structure. This is like kind of the meat and bones of the house. This is like the two by fours that go up. This is sort of like, you know, when you, you walk on that slab of concrete, this is where the walls start getting built and the drywall is being put up. So this is really the hearty structure of a house because otherwise, it's just a piece of land and it's just a piece of slab, Right. So what are those structures? Well, I call those habits. So those are the things that we must do that we have to be disciplined about in order to be organized. We have to have really good habits. You already have habits in your life, so let's not overthink this. You have habits to get ready in the morning. You have habits to go to bed at night. You have habits that get you out of the door. You have habits that get you through your day of work, that you're able to cook a meal. And if you don't stick with those habits, then unfortunately, some other parts of your life will sort of kind of go red alert on you, right? So let's talk about like meal prep, meal planning, cooking. It's really expensive, especially right now, to order out, to take out. Like our family this past year, just side note, we drove across country when we moved from Nevada to Georgia. We didn't eat fast food. I was, it drove me crazy that we were spending on, that we would spend on fast food, what we would spend like in going to some sit down restaurant. So I was like, we're not going to do it. We're going to do what I did when my family traveled as a kid, and we're going to picnic lunch it all the way across America. And that's exactly what we did. We stopped for very few meals. So the reason also we did that, we were on a very tight budget as well. And that is the thing that happens when it comes to meal planning, right? I wish we could just, you know, have meals delivered to us all the the time, but that costs a lot of money. And for most of us, money is finite. And if we are not using and utilizing really good habits with our shopping, our planning, our prepping, our cooking, and all of that, then a lot of our resources go to waste. So we have to have really solid habits. Otherwise, our budget will start to sort of red alert us, red alert, red alert, you're spending a lot of money over here on this one area, one column, whatever you want to call it, of your budget. So, in order to stay within our budget, stay within our means, um, we have to have really good habit habits, and that again goes along with time management. You can't really have good habits without time management. I mean, the habits are sort of built off of the time management because with the time management again. You're keenly aware of how much time you have, and we're really putting a structure in place on how you're going to spend that time. Okay, moving on to the next element, the next pillar of organization, and that is the roof. I think of this as a roof. Like You might have the walls up, and that's great, but what protects you from the elements, all the stuff that sort of rains down on you in life? Well, a roof protects you. I came from the desert, the roof protected us from the sun, and I moved to pretty much the swamps. So we're in Southeast Georgia, where it rains a lot. So the roof protects us from our rain. And so when I think of this, when it comes to organization, those are our priorities. What's important to us? What is the most important thing to us? Because again, we only have 24 hours of the day. How are we going to spend those with really good habits and make the most out of our time? Well, it means we have to prioritize. If everything is important, then nothing is important. We have to make choices. Again, just like with the money choice, we most of us have to make choices with our money. And we're always sort of making that time versus money choice. I saw this we went to um our friends had tickets uh to bush gardens so we didn't pay for the tickets and so we're all kind of like older (laughs) so amusement parks are not necessarily our jam so in saying hey thanks we we were trying to like how fast can we get through this park So we realized that you could pay X amount of dollars to do the fast pass thing. So since we didn't pay for the tickets anyway, we went ahead and splurged a bit and we went ahead and paid for this fast pass because some of the lines were like two hours long. And so that's a time versus money example right there. I'm seeing this whole trend in social media right now. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like the crunchy mom versus the silky mom. And then there's this hybrid called the scrunchy mom. I just read this article about it. It's really cute. But basically like the crunchy mom is like the mom who's like making her own like baby foods and baking her own bread and grinding her own wheat. We all know those moms like super like, wow, where does she get the time to do that? And then the silky moms are like the ones who are like, I'll just pay for it. I just want it done. I just don't want to deal with the mess. I'll just pay X amount of dollars to get whatever done. That is a great example of time versus money choices that we make as moms. So now there's this hybrid called the scrunchy mom. And the scrunchy mom is probably like most of us where there are areas like with me where I'm like, we are not eating fast food between Nevada and Georgia. We are eating carrots and hummus and homemade sandwiches to save money. And so that obviously took me time during our day. And it was something that added um, element that I had to add into our travel time to make sure all of this stuff got made, the sandwiches got made before we left the hotel, etc, etc. Um, versus maybe on other trips we've taken where we stopped at restaurants and I was like, screw it. We're just going to deal. We're just going to pay the extra money and treat ourselves and eat out. So a lot of us or most of us are making those decisions. I do have a few friends I say that are pretty, uh, extreme and not, not extreme, but they pretty much fit the crunchy or the silky, like they're pretty dialed in. But again, I think the majority of us are sort of in that middle, always trying to decide where our priorities are. So again, our priorities, we want that to sort of protect. That's sort of what protects our time, just like a roof would protect us from the elements. Um, Also, my little notes here, and I'll dive deeper in this, is decluttering. Um, saying no. And again, just protecting your time, protecting your time from all of the things. Sometimes it's okay to say no. That's almost like a form of time management decluttering is saying no. All right. So the next pillar, these are the doors and windows. This is what also helps sort of keep the elements out. And these are boundaries. Now, let's talk about boundaries when it comes to organization. I can think of a few examples, and I'll definitely have more when I dive into this episode. But one of the things that I saw a lot with uh, my clients when I was working sort of in the trenches with my um, clients as a, a professional organizer was this. Hey, I have this whole room that I of stuff of other people's. Like for instance, I remember there was one um lady in particular and her sister had moved to Germany. And so she told her sister that she would keep all of this stuff while her sister was in Germany for a few years. And I was like, you're giving up an entire area of your home so that your sister doesn't have to deal with her stuff or pay the storage fees. And it was driving her nuts. So we had to kind of go through some boundary work there and really determine um, what was best for her. But again, boundaries is definitely something that has to happen. These are the doors and the windows of the house. This is how you sort of shut people out, shut things out. This is also a way for you to close those windows and just sort of focus on your own thing. I freely admit I am someone that will get distracted. In fact, um, I have a very, very dear friend and I was like, hey, like I'm moving here. I'm not like I'm not focusing on what I should be focusing on. I'm finding It's a little bit beyond like when you move to a new place. I don't really have any friends. I don't really have a life here. Um, I have this weird thing. and, And so we had a really great talk about just like shutting some of that stuff out so that I could focus on my new life in Georgia because a lot of times things get very distracting. So I have to sort of close that door so I don't see it or close that window so I don't hear it. And that is something that I want you to focus on when it comes to organization and an element that I think is really, really important. All right, moving on. This is like, this is like the plumbing and the lighting, you know, your electricity. These are your systems. Now, again, when we get to this episode, I'll really talk a little bit more in depth about this. But what are... Systems you've heard me talk about them before. Again, this is very much something that comes along with your time management, your habits, and your tools. You already have systems in your life, like I told you earlier. You have a habit of getting up in the morning. If you didn't get up in the morning, how would you start your day? You would stay in bed all day long and not be a productive human being. So, along with the habits must come the tools so this is something that this that you grow your systems off of and again all i want you to do is to look at the systems that you already have in place again something that i did with my clients when i worked as a professional organizer i would go into their home and i would ask them what is working for you my job is not to come in and to completely overhaul your house, even though everyone thinks that they would like that. They think that they would love someone to come in and completely do their house. And maybe there is an element, there is a section of the population out there that would just absolutely love that. But from my personal experience, it was absolutely not. People wanted to just improve upon what they already had going, what was already working for them. And so, that's what I want you to do is just take a look at your systems. What is working for you and how can we build upon that and just improve upon it and make it a little bit better. And also to make sure that you do have some systems in place when it comes to organization. All right, let me take a quick overview. Okay, one of the notes I have in here that I just want to point it out is keeping it simple too. Um, I was on Pinterest not too long ago and it was something about organization and it was like, declutter your house in 63 steps or something like that. Like, don't quote me on that or don't go looking for it, but something like that. And I was like, 63 steps. Are you, what? I can't even imagine. I use four steps, four steps that get used over and over and over for decluttering any space. 63 steps. And I think that what they were intending to do was take you from like the front door all the way through the house to the back door, something along those lines. But I just thought, my gosh, like, I don't have the attention span for that. So sometimes, again, I I sort of reel against like, you don't have to have a super overcomplicated system. I really hope that you don't. Because like I said, in order to get things working, like, we need the plumbing to be working. And in order for it to be working, we just need to keep things kind of simple. Like I'm sure when the plumbing was put into your house, it was really in order so that things didn't sort of get clogged up. Um, It was probably things replaced, pipes replaced in the the area with least resistance. So keep things simple. I mean, can you imagine having a plumbing system that like, you know, did all sorts of like crazy zigzags and swirls and, you know, different things like that. Nope. We definitely don't want that when it comes to organization. The more simple, the better. Okay. Last one, last pillar. And this is one (laughs) all of a sudden I got super excited. One that I got super, super excited about I mean, who doesn't get super excited about this one? It's furniture and decor. And I decided to put this one as one of the pillars. And in fact, I think at one point I had five pillars, but I feel so passionate about this that I had it added in. And this one is letting go of perfection. Um, It is... uh, Perfectionism is one of those things that I feel like it's almost like a crisis level sometimes, um, especially with social media, especially in the home organization um, industry. Let go of perfectionism. Like once you have built that house, you have that foundation, you have your walls, you have your roof of protection, you have your anti-distraction things in windows and doors, the plumbing is working as it should, go inside there and make it your own. And realize that that is your space for you. That is your life. And I'm not just talking about your home. Again, I'm talking even about outside of your home. I'm talking about your life. I think so many times We make choices and we do things to impress other people or to give other people an impression because so much about perfectionism has nothing to do with us internally. It has everything to do about living this very like external life. So be internal about your process, let go of perfectionism, work on progress instead. Work on like that. Did you move the needle this week? Did you move the needle in any area of your life this week in the right direction? That is progress. Did you get it done exactly how you thought you were going to? No, but that's okay. At least the the needle moved. And maybe some weeks you're you're having like a super rock star week and that needle really moves. That's what I want you and I encourage you how to think about your life let go of all of this like does it look good enough for posting on social media um does it impress my neighbors does it impress my friends does it impress my mother-in-law or sister-in-law or whoever live internally realize that you are not everyone's cup of tea I have an episode about that by the way And I can tell you again, as mom of three, who's been a mom for her entire adult life, who um, has been a business owner, has worked um, outside the home, has been a stay-at-home mom, I have been through it all. I can tell you now that I'm well into my 40s, there is something that is so delicious and wonderful about just not giving a care and just focusing on your own thing. And that is something that I really wish to impart on you, especially those of you who are much younger. The the sooner that you can let go of that and let go of other people's expectations, um really decide that, you know, you're going to have those boundaries up that your home, your purpose, is about you and the people that are most important to you in your life and just shut out the rest of the stuff. And a lot of that, like I said, has to do with just letting go of these idea of perfection. So done does have to just equal good enough. If it's done, it's good enough. And again, especially talking to my moms out there, you it's you can't do it all you just have to let go like if the sooner you learn that like I just can't do it all trust me the better off you'll be um all right taking a quick look because sometimes as you well know I go off on my little tangents just to make sure that I didn't forget anything but again those are six pillars of the of building a a home of organization which is essentially your life. So you have that foundation, that land of time management, and then that structure, that internal structure, those pillars that start to go up, um, and those are your habits. That roof, that roof protects us, and it just makes us sort of keep our priorities in check. And we need to definitely, definitely, know our boundaries. And so that's why we close our doors and close our windows. Um, Systems are super important because we need plumbing, we need some lighting, and we can have fun. Imagine if like you just focused on your own thing and kind of shut out a lot of what the expectations are from other people around us and just sort of like Focus on your thing, chose your own decor and furniture for your life and that worked the best for you and your family. And just made sure like you, you were moving that needle each week. You were focusing on progress over perfection. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't it be awesome if we could get all of this together at all times? Well, I'm here to tell you that you can. Is it gonna be smooth sailing always? Nope, never is. But as long as you have the foundation. And that's what's so important about this podcast episode and why I'm so passionate about this. And I have been working on these notes forever. It's actually these notes have transferred from notebook to notebook to notebook, because that's where I do a lot of my um, brainstorming. So super excited to share this with you guys. And as we end this episode, stay tuned, like I said, as I dive in deeper on these um, in the next few episodes, I'm going to do a little mini series out of it. But I encourage you, I'm always changing things around, but I need to ask you guys a favor. I'm always trying to find a way to A, connect with you all, and we're on a path If you haven't, I know a lot of you guys have sent me messages over the summer, still working on them. I'm trying to just give people sort of like a genuine response. So I'll get there eventually, I promise. And if you haven't heard from me, feel free just to send it to me again, whether it's email oneorganizedmama at gmail.com, or you could DM me on Instagram, oneorganizedmama. Um but anyway, so if you haven't heard from me and you sent me a message over the summer, feel free to send it out to me again. Eventually, I do get to you. Um but I have an Etsy store. And this is another way for me to connect with you all. Um if you go in the Etsy store, what I've done is I have just printables that I used for clients for years. They're available to you for purchase. Yes, for purchase, because here's my honest answer. I have to monetize this podcast because I have a husband who asks me constantly, How's the very time consuming hobby going? So I realized it takes a lot to put into this podcast. I always have the option of trying to find sponsors and filling it with commercials, but I just hate to do that. So I've tried with some different things out there. Coaching is still something that I am doing, but also giving you guys an opportunity to purchase one of these printables that I made for clients over the years. The printables have the exact same name as a podcast episode. Um, So just take a look at the printable you can purchase it, download it, and then follow along on the podcast episode by the exact same name. So again, this is something that I'm tried out to be a little bit more interactive with you all and continue to connect and still provide as great of content as I can when it comes to organization and time management. So if you do me a favor, head over to the One Organized Mama Etsy store, pick out one that resonates with you download it and then follow along. It's almost a little bit like coaching. So something you can listen to in the shower, you can take that printable, you can put it somewhere where it's a constant reminder to you on implementing a new habit or system into your life. All right. Do me a favor too. If you get a chance, no matter what platform you're listening on, A five-star review definitely helps me grow the podcast and I am super appreciative for all of you who have taken the time to do so. So stay tuned and thank you so much for listening to the One Organized Mama podcast.